Hello everyone, it is uh, Christmas week. Yeah, you did it. It's the season. Uh, good job everyone for doing it. Staying on top of it, getting everything together, driving to the mall, asking people where, if they have gifts, gift sets, buying those, getting some chocolates on the way out, eating a pretzel, I don't know, those are things I did, um, getting something at the Chinese bakery. Good, good job, everyone. Well, God told, God told by a white lady to, that I should be holding the door for people um, if I'm passing through or something. I don't know what her problem was. She was very mad at me for not holding the door for her. And I told her to shut up because I just did a weekend in a very small town i'm not gonna say which town and i was working with a fellow comedian friend sunny dollywall who is east asian and so or east asian east indian i'm not sure but um uh he is an ethnic minority like myself and we both got heckled uh he got heckled surrey from these white ladies in the back yeah and those same white ladies did a Asian accent at me, Chinese accent at me, while I was uh, doing my set. So that was really fun. And then the next day, um, I got heckled Richmond, which very on brand for this weekend, where we are doing heckles of the um, places in Vancouver that um, most of our ethnicity lives, I guess, or part of, you know, known to the hack spots but um and then i was also told by this white guy to be sluttier so you know great weekend of uh, white people telling me what to do and then i went to the mall and this white lady was like hey uh you should hold the door like she but she was like bitchy about it she was like maybe hold the door for people next time i was like i literally was like hey shut up i said shut up I don't know if she heard me though, so it's not as gangster as um, I'm telling you right now. But in my mind, it was very, it was very fearless. I was, it was like a movie moment where I had a, f- a fucking weekend of white people being racist and drunk towards me, and then um, I triumphantly did not hold the door for this lady, and she was like, "Maybe do that," and I was like, "Hey, hey, you know what? Hey." shut up but i don't think she heard me so uh, i guess it doesn't matter um today's episode is very funny it is with my friend and fellow comedian miles anderson very funny guy he has never told me what to do as a as a man and i appreciate that mm-hmm. except for one time he did tell me he could I, he can say okay so he works at this museum and I did like a photo shoot there or whatever and I was like sitting on stuff the ledges and stuff and he was like you're not allowed to sit on the exhibits like later on my photo and I said shut up and I was like hey shut up be fun for ones in your life that's what I said to him and so yeah I got him put him in his place too so uh here's the episode for you guys it's very funny enjoy
Thanksgiving's <laughs> such a big deal in the States. I was in the States and I got a speeding ticket. And, oh, um, God. Yeah. Are you serious? I wasn't even driving. It was like Andrew Packer was driving my car and he got a speeding ticket from this fucking officer called. What's his name again? Brian Ashley. Like, <laughs> his last name's Ashley. Yeah, okay. wow. He's going to give you a ticket. He's the best. <laughs> He's going to be mad. He was, he was like, do you have any idea how fast you were going? I hate when cops say that. It's like, yeah, you obviously pulled me over for a reason. Why are you being a, an asshole now? Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> he, um, he, we, I got a speeding ticket, and then I tried to call to, like, pay it, and, um... The lady was like, oh, yeah, yeah, um, we don't have it in our system right now, but tomorrow you can try again. But after that, we're away for two weeks for Thanksgiving. I was like, what? Two weeks? Two weeks? Oh, my God, that's a big turkey. What do you mean? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, you're the government. You should be, what? Yeah. And I was like, okay, I guess I have one shot tomorrow, or I go to court, I guess. And then, yeah, I paid it, but, like. Yeah, speeding ticket is scary because you can't really, because they'll hunt you for those, at least, and, you know, it's like a state thing. Yeah. Whereas, I got a parking ticket in Seattle when I was doing the competition as well, <laughs> and I just never paid it because I'm like, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't live in Seattle. You don't have jurisdiction. Oh, no, I'll never be able to open my ice cream store <laughs> in, <laughs> in Ballard unless I pay this parking ticket. So. Man, that... It was so, there were so many things that popped up in the two weeks that I did that. I got into two car accidents. In Washington State? (laughs) Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, the roads are narrower. It is. (laughs) That's a fact, Miles. Don't laugh at my face like that. (laughs) They are. Yeah. Have you not noticed that? No. Okay, fuck you. No, I just just have awareness of the size of my vehicle. (laughs) It's so narrow. There are so many one-way streets. And, like, I was parallel parking. There was a truck behind me. He was very aggressive. He Mm -hmm. didn't do anything. I just felt him staring at me. Yeah. And then I, like really went for it and i just like just went straight into a truck and then yeah and it dented my car pretty bad but um the other car was fine the car was like not even a scratch this is an expensive competition for you (laughs) oh thousands of dollars were spent on this oh god (laughs) on this trip to seattle oh man yeah it is an expensive trip. It's an incredible thing because it's like one of these things where it's like it's a three week competition. So so many comedians to like quit their jobs to yeah. do this competition, which is crazy, which is insane. Because you don't, uh, yeah, it's a great competition though. Because like, like no, yeah, it is a great competition yeah. and it's very old and it does have some, you know, it's a respected thing. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it's funny how like yeah, no one can take three weeks off work. No, it's like. Yeah, you know, how funny do you think I am? <laughs> we'll see if I need three. And, like, for the other car accident, I, like, the the girl was, like, <clears throat> she was very adamant on getting my information and stuff. And so she took pictures of my insurance. And I didn't realize that my bank info was on one of the things. And so I, she took a picture of that. And so I spent the next week being so paranoid oh, that, that, like, she's some fraudster that's going to sell my info to, like, Russian people or something. <laughs> and then they're going to, like, they're going to just steal my identity. I was on the phone with my bank for, like, an hour being, like, 
Can she bring in an Asian girl with her <laughs> to the bank <laughs> with a fake ID? Pretend it's me because she has a photo of my ID and also my bank info. And the girl on the phone, she was like, "I don't see that happening." Like, I don't think. First of all, they would have to go to a Canadian bank because your bank is Canadian. Like, just just so much. Just like I was thinking of hypothetical. Scenarios where she could steal my identity, even though I have a photo of her ID, I know her name and address and stuff. But it, and so everyone around me was like, I don't think she's gonna turn into a fraudster to do this just because she has a photo of your bank stuff. So I feel like there must be immense pressure on you as an Asian person to drive very well. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. It's like for me, there's immense pressure for me to not succeed, so I don't <laughs> perpetuate the stereotype. That white men succeed. I'm doing as best as I can to fail right now. So people don't just be like, classic. Classic white guy. Classic white guy. Driving so hard. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. I showed someone that that meme of you that you made that's like, I make $3,000 as a comedian. (laughs) What's your excuse? Because it made me laugh really hard, and then uh, I showed someone, and yeah, no, it was funny. It was um. It's so sad, so true, <laughs> so true. Man, Canadians, we just can't do it. We, it's, it's just whenever anyone asks me, like new comedians will ask me for advice for whatever reason if they are not scared to approach me. Um, You're not scary. I know I'm not scary. Not That's why I don't know why some people think I'm scary. Who has said? Okay, wait. Um, well, people have said you're intimidating. They will just won't approach me. Or Is it men or women? It's men. It's okay, it's thing, men. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they'll, I'll just tell them if they if they're first starting comedy, I'll be like, listen, you need to apply for a green card right now. <laughs> So that in five years, if you turn out your goods, you'll have it ready to go. <laughs> you might as well. You say that to everyone. Oh, always, yeah. Like, their the first show. Because if it turns out you're good, you need to leave this I country know. right now. I know. I talked to, like, there were, there's this comic that I met who is had been doing it the same amount of time as she as me. And she she's super funny, but we're, like, kind of at the same level, kind of. But she's working in L.A. and she's getting everything. Oh, yeah. Like, she's getting everything. And I was like, and she was like, you got to move down here. I was like, I can't. Like, I can't just do that. Oh, to have a career in Canada, you have to be, uh, have a career in America. You can't do it either, you know, the other way around. It doesn't Mm -hmm. work. Because they can hire unlimited Americans to come here. And... They they can't do that in in the states and they don't want to they don't care which is it's weird that the Canadian public doesn't care because like thirty percent of Canadians are comedians so I don't know how it's not a political issue I've seen the stand up forum there's like three thousand members half the population yeah. are comedians there's like more comedians than like registered liberal voters in Canada I don't know how this isn't a huge issue. That's funny. Um, yeah, no, so that... Yeah, it, it, there is a lot of pressure on me as an Asian person to drive better. To drive well. Because yes. every time, every time... Especially in America, where, where like, I sense racism, <laughs> you know? And it makes you crash your car. 
<laughs> you sent the hatred and you drive into a, a Corolla. <laughs> it makes me more nervous. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> like, because we did a lot of small towns that I was, like, not... I didn't feel super welcome, like, mm-hmm. some of the towns. Uh, not all of them. Olympia was great. They were so liberal. It was insane. They might even be more liberal than Vancouver, which I didn't think was possible. But yeah. I was like, okay. And um, so, yeah, but I just, every time I got into a thing, I just would be like, can you just drive away? Like, I didn't want to show my face, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't understand that. I, the only, the only, the only hostility I would feel would be like class hostility, where what? they would see me and be like, "Oh no, here he comes, swans in from the country club to slash my factory job." Like I'm already mad at this the sweatered, annoying yeah. little white boy. You're I'm, like you dress nice too. Like yeah. you wear scarves, exactly, so, and you were blonde. I just dress for comfort. <laughs> yeah, but you were also blonde. The blonde part. The blonde part. I mean, That's count like... the amount of blonde villains in movies. <laughs> it's like eighty percent of villains look like me. They're all trying to kill James Bond. And they're so or... rich. Yes. They're so rich. Bulldoze the orphanage or something. <laughs> <laughs> And then I come in, and I'm just like, I'm also poor. I just dress like this. And they're just like, sure. Yeah, they're like, stop mocking us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You fucking asshole. Yeah. Okay, that's good. So you went to America for Thanksgiving? Yeah, that yeah. was good. It was a nice Your Thanksgiving. dad lives in America? No, my dad lives in, in Canada. He's lived Wait, here for a long time. So who's in America that you're... Uh, my girlfriend's friends. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so your girl is your girlfriend Whibby Island. Yeah. Oh my god, I did Whibby Island. The show there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so the town freaked me out when I first <laughs> when it's, I first yeah drove on. It's very folksy. Honestly, it was foggy. <laughs> it was everything was very small. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of tall trees and tiny buildings. <laughs> yes, and um, I was a little intimidated, and in but they were great. No, they were good. Because they were, like, liberal hippies. Yeah, most yeah. of the time. Yeah, like artsy people. It tends to be wherever <clears throat> you go closer to the ocean, it's not so bad. For yeah. more inland, there's less hope, and they start to get mean. Yeah, I saw, like, a <laughs> anti-Muslim hat, like, in... like. What did it say? It was, like, the anti... the. They were, it was like, it was like being cheeky also, oh, you know? Okay. It was like... Kind of cutesy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it was like, <laughs> I forgot the exact thing, but it was like something, something, the anti-league squad or something, you know? They were like the anti-Muslim squad or like the fight, cl- you know? is They were doing some like cutesy shit. Cutesy. <laughs> Racist hat. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, and it was like, oh, God, where am I? And um, they all looked very crazy, but... Yeah, that exists. And in Washington State, I mean, you wouldn't think so, because it's got, like, Seattle and stuff. No. But you go as soon as you go inland, it's just mega country. Hor- like, crazy. <clears throat> like, I didn't... It was very confronting. Yeah. I didn't think it was real. It is. It's- I thought people were exaggerating when they're like, oh, racism... <laughs> Because I don't, I'm privileged in that I don't really, I've been in Vancouver, I've been in big cities all my life, and so I never really got to experience that, which is, yeah, but 
once I went there, I was like, wow, yeah, this is very real. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it's bad. And it's what's, what's so scary, too. It's like I talked to other comics about just trying to write jokes in, you know, the current climate. You know, climate speaking politically and ecologically <laughs> is so depressing. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, what, like, you know, what are some funny observations <laughs> that I can you know, wean some bits out of, and I'll just yeah. be like reading the news, and people it'll are be being like murdered. People are being murdered, or it'll be like you know a huge meeting of you know the intercontinental climate on pal- um, panel on climate change, and they'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, we have like a month left before <laughs> we're you know unless we stop you know producing coal. And all um, our world leaders are pedophiles. Yeah, the world leaders are pedophiles. <laughs> you know, Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> Uh, but it's just, it's so depressing because there's like, you feel like, you know, there's this one, you know, we all feel a time limit in show business. You yeah. Know? We're all like, oh my God, I'm getting old. Like, what am I going to do? And also I feel like people are, are like, stand-ups dying almost. Stand-ups definitely dying. People <laughs> feel like a comedy boom is when everyone's a comedian and that's just not the case. No. It, 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 there's so, there's so many, everyone's trying to be a stand-up. I think for a few reasons. One, because social media, mm-hmm. people people need to post something interesting about their life, and stand-up's very accessible. You can and it's very it. photogenic. It's very photogenic. Yeah. You know, it's very cool, and you can do it, and you can take a picture and say it was great, Yeah, and it doesn't have to be great. Have also, a video and post it forever. People, like, pursuing stand-up because career, it's like, because why not? Because, again, mm-hmm. you read the news, and you're like, well, the oceans have... 15 years left so <laughs> I mean it's like if I don't say you know do a regular job and yeah. save up for retirement at the end of the day will there even be the world as I know it when I'm 60 years old <laughs> or will it be flames I don't know it yeah. seems like it will be flames at this point yeah like I've, I've spoken to a lot of older people because you know the 20th century is such a tumultuous time mm-hmm. and they all say like it's it's worse now than, you know, during the Soviet Union or the... Really? Oh, In yeah. In what way? Um, because there's no sort of collective agreement on, like, oh, truth yeah. and f- on objective facts. There's no collective... Yeah, that's true. Because everyone's they, against each other. Everyone's against each other. And also just the income inequality is so enormous. Yeah. Now. You know, it's just, it's like global billionaires just like And they're like all using their everyone. money to like have sex with children. Yes, they're all like psychotic pedophiles. <laughs> Why? I mean, they've probably always done that. <laughs> but we just have Joe Rogan to expose it now, I guess, right? <laughs> they're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> no, so they know. Yeah. It is hard to go to a, an open mic or something like that and be like, so, um, I noticed this about cartoons these days. Bubblegum is still around. Bubblegum is still around. And I remember getting good at yo-yos. <laughs> I literally could only talk about, like, stuff I did in the 90s. Yeah. And people have a lot. They don't even want you to talk about serious stuff. No. They don't want to hear it. Oh, my God. They don't God. want to hear you even make a joke about it. You know, talk about... No. I had that apocalypse bit that I did about our, you know, retirement plan is just to learn how to, like, weld a cow catcher to your car. And, <laughs> like, there's no future. And people are just like, well, don't talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just, you know, die silently. Um, yeah, I had a, I was trying out a joke to that I wanted to submit for Winnipeg for, like, because one of the themes was, like, 
strange days and it said mm -hmm. climate change and i was like okay and then i like tried this joke about climate change as soon as you bring up climate change not even like anything about mm -hmm. it everyone's ready to jump on you like mm -hmm. i was in kind of like a more like conservative room and then I, I was like, oh, climate change, you know, it's, it's weird. Like, I was just doing the setup. Yeah. <laughs> I was just doing the setup. So climate change is weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's not... It's a new bit. It's a new bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> um, yeah, and I would just start saying climate change. Just basically, the premise was like, it's real. And then and then the, they were like, oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Sure it is. And they would just immediately turned on me like, you fucking idiot. Like, fuck you for saying and then but even in like more left uh rooms more liberal rooms i would say the the climate change thing and they would listen but they would still tighten up a little bit and then at the end of the joke i'm like who cares it's mm -hmm. happening we're mm -hmm. just gonna who cares and then they get upset too yeah who so, cares if this wor joke works or not we're all gonna be dead anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i was like you know why do we want to live so bad and then and then everyone's like oh you, you should care like you know so mm -hmm. this is no one wants to talk about anything Everyone wants, no one wants to address the elephant in the room. Everyone's like, no, let's think about like darts and our kids are stupid. You yeah, know? they yeah. want you to just talk about, yeah, keep it light. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so hard because I don't ever think like that. I don't even like to talk like that. I don't like to do small talk with people. No. I like to be like, wow, do you see what happened in Turkey? <laughs> <laughs> see how they invaded Syria? Let's talk about why that's a problem. <laughs> Also, it's probably sick because I, at my job, read the news all day because oh. it's like can be slow, right? And so I'll just be reading constant news articles. Really, and, that's yeah. what you do all the time. All day. I'm just Aren't you just news. angry always? Then always angry. Oh my it's God. exhausting. It's so tiring. <laughs> Why don't you do something more mentally healthy for yourself? Uh, <laughs> I love to torture myself. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like if I'm gonna die, I just don't want. I don't want to know exactly. You want to be informed about yeah. why. I don't know all, all the reasons why. Did you get that emergency alert thing? Yeah, why I do did. they do it so often? Because climate change. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think maybe they. Because I, I feel like they've done it like five times this year. Okay, no, like three times this year. Yeah, I never. Yeah, we never really got those. We a lot. never maybe got they know them. Something we don't know. Yeah, because <laughs> like ever since the one in Hawaii happened, the yeah. false one. I feel like they've been testing this a lot. Do you think they're just doing it for fun? I don't know. No, they wouldn't do that for fun. But they have been doing it so much. Like, we used to never get any emergency, whatever, anything. It's probably because there's so many different <laughs> kinds of cell phones now and so many different providers that they want to make sure that everything works on all the networks yeah. and cell phones and all that stuff. It's probably very complicated because, um, you know, not everyone just has iPhones now. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't work for a lot of people. I, like, and then yeah. they would make jokes. They're like, "Haha, didn't work for me. i guess I'm dying." And yeah, maybe like, it's good that we get them because like we're being selected to live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you didn't get an emergency alert, it means like, okay, well, this one's, you're you're you shouldn't know because it's fine if you die. <laughs> <laughs> this one's not good. Yeah. The government has decided. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah. So okay. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to read more. Just because, yeah, the news upsets me and like scrolling yeah. upsets me. And so I'm trying to read more. I read Ali Wong's book. And um, do you read any comedy biographies? Um, I had read uh, Born Standing Up by Steve Martin. Oh, right. Everyone's read it's, that, it's, I feel it's like. It's short and it's a nice read. Yeah. Um, 
There's some that, like, there's few that I like because a lot of it's just name dropping. And also just frustrates me a lot of the time because they're just like, oh, I did this and I kind of bummed around. This person saw me and then this person yeah. saw me. And then, wow, look at that house I got. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, that doesn't apply to me I know. ever because I'm Canadian. <laughs> so unless polar bears are booking the Tonight Show, <laughs> I will never do these things. Yeah. Um, I know, like, uh, when I met American comics, they're all like, yeah, there's a lot of industry at, like, you know, these festivals. and." Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how I met this person, and the, you know, and oh, this booker would love you, and I'd be like, cool, <laughs> I can't. What? The only advantage in Canada is that you can get really good, and no one will see you. <laughs> so when you do go to the states, <laughs> yeah. they're like, how are they so good? Right. Because you've literally been like working and practicing and learning in complete obscurity for so long yeah. that when people Canadians go to the states. Americans are like, how did they even know how to do this? <laughs> you were, came out of a cave. Yeah, you came out of nowhere. And, you know, so you might have festivals where, you know, bookers and stuff have seen you do bad in the old days. Like right. some Americans, they've seen them grow or they've seen bad sets and they might have a bad opinion. But Canadians, for the most part, if they make like, it to the States, they're, they're very good. Impressed with you and stuff. Okay, yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's good. But, um, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to read or whatever you should, you like should to read, read books you like to read biographies and not really i only read ali wong's because she's just applies to me so hard but even her didn't apply to me that much because she was like i started in san francisco moved to new york easily and then <laughs> moved to la easy you know <laughs> got a bunch of writing jobs acts you know i was acting paying the bills <laughs> oh my god i know right it's yeah. impossible <laughs> And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so sad. I can only relate to your Asian female. (laughs) (laughs) Every time she described eating Chinese food, I was like, I'm with you. (laughs) You know, but every time she's like, you know, I'm writing and doing stand-up, working with Dave Chappelle. And I'm like, okay, don't. Yeah, you hear a lot of American comedians. They originally got jobs writing for other huge acts. Mm -hmm. And it's just like... um, we have comedians here that are so much funnier than a lot of the biggest American names. Yeah. They would never hire a team of writers to write them jokes for the next special. Like, that's a thing that happens in America. Really? Yeah. People yeah. like big comics will, like David Spade and, and uh, people like that will have writers write oh, jokes for yeah, them. Yeah, actually, I've heard that. Yeah. They have to come up with a lot of material mm-hmm. really quickly, so they'll just do that. And that makes sense. It. Um, yeah. And so you hear a lot of that. That actually happens quite but a bit. We're on our own here. We're totally on our own. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's, it is unbelievable the amount of stuff you have to do to succeed in Canadian show business. <laughs> it's a total nightmare. If I was talking about mistakes that we've made, that's the theme of the podcast. Being Canadian. Being Canadian was a big mistake. Um, <laughs> But also Especially just as like, a white blonde man. I uh, feel like you could have been American oh, so hard. I would have hand shook my way to being a <laughs> VP at, I, at like IBM by now. <laughs> but here I am. <laughs> I feel like you could just go up to anyone and be like, do you know who I am? Oh, and yeah. You're way up to the top. And there's still enough <laughs> racist white people that run the stuff in America <laughs> that like I still can like kind of do that. <laughs> 
Canada is still racist, but they don't want to seem racist, so they want to yeah. hire a lot of people that are not white to seem not racist. Right. Um, so there's, you know, it's like when you go to Hollywood, you know, you go there, I'm like, oh, everyone looks like me. <laughs> this is going to be so hard. <laughs> if you go there and you're not, like, just a tall white man, it's like, oh, I'm actually different than this, which is actually a huge advantage <laughs> because you will stand out, you know. Right. I'm just like another clone of <laughs> the German Hitler youth. But you'd be great at like a tech company. See, I would get jobs just like in the racist towns. I would just go and like yeah. tell jokes to the corn people and the coal people <laughs> and like sell dumb stuff. They would be like, yes, our prince. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, good, our favorite grandson. <laughs> And you know, there's money in that, and there's and, and uh, you know things to do there for that as well. But yeah. it sucks that you realize in show business that you are just like meat. You're just like a meat that's just like traded around. Yeah, and I know. I went to see an agent today, and like, um, I he was like, "We only have one other Asian woman," mm-hmm. and I was like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> are you serious? In your whole thing? Or I think it might just be his him. Maybe he, they have more in the company, but like, he was like." Oh yeah, you like you would be a uh, you know our next one. I'd be like, oh yeah, it's probably yeah. looking good then. It's probably you're probably gonna get it then. Yeah, which is yeah, nice. but but like ads and stuff, you know, yeah. like companies. It's so funny because you see like the way that the world has changed. You could watch in just in commercials like which countries and which like people are finally have money. That's the only reason they do it. It's not because it's like we don't want to be racist. It's just like because like oh China has money now. <laughs> So oh, we're going to yeah. try and sell to these people. And yeah. in the States, they're like, oh, now black people have money. We're going to put them <laughs> yeah. in commercials to try and sell to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, uh, yeah, it's just like, it's just blatant. It's just, all business. It's all based on business. Yeah. yeah. There's no sort of like, it would be nice if like <laughs> we recognize that they were actually Asian people in the world. It's like, oh, no, they can buy stuff now? <laughs> okay, well, we'll do this <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> China pulls tickets. Wow. Yeah, Ticket exactly. sales? Jeez. No, I know like... Everything, yeah, we're all like, remember who the Gillette thing mm-hmm. with the shaving stuff? Like, they're just still trying to sell stuff, they're not trying to take a stance, they're just like, oh, this is what's popular, they're just trying to sell stuff. Everyone is like doing woke stuff, but it's like, well, yeah, it's because it's like good publicity or whatever, but they're just trying to, they don't care, they don't oh, care. Yeah. So, it's so weird that woke culture can be sold. As like an industry itself, yeah. like woke is like a forty billion dollar a year business <laughs> now. It's just so depressing. I know. <laughs> and now it's like China. Yeah. Now it's like China. So that's don't a huge change. Bash. Can't any, bash any. Can't bash. Can't. <laughs> no pro Hong Kong anything. No. I can't say it on this podcast. No. <laughs> Cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> but none of that. You just can't do that, like, and so yeah, it's all just like shifting to depending on who has money, yeah, business to give. All that matters, and it's yeah, that's and in Canada, (laughs) that's what's hard in the industry is no one has money. So there's not even that industry. We can't even be whores here. Like, I want to be a whore so badly. I'm like, sure, market my skin to grandma. Do it. No, no Can one. you pay me, please? No. doesn't even work. We can't. can't no one it. can be paid here. <laughs> no. No. No one. Have you been to America? That's no. the question. Um, yeah, no, it's... Like, the fact that... 
like comedy albums are the only way to make money in Canada. Yeah. It's so depressing. I know. It's so depressing. Like, I would much rather go and do shows and just be booked and do comedy yeah. clubs. I don't know. It's like, it's the way you get better. Too. So if you were to work in the States, you would do the road? I would, yeah. If, yeah. You know, if the, if the price is right, I'd, I'd rather do that than mm-hmm. be sitting at a day job, no yeah. matter how crappy it is. That's what makes me anxious about Vancouver is like... When the comedy mix was here, at least, I'm like, I know that I can sit here and I'll be working on my immigration. You know, I mm-hmm. might not get stuff, but at yeah. least I know that I'm still making material. Like, I'm still developing material mm-hmm. that goes into, like, the bank. So I'm like, okay, I can keep adding time, adding time, adding time. But now that it's gone, I cannot get the club time. Mm that I had before like even yeah. Victoria and it's so important club time is so much different than, than like a just a bar show, show or like an independent show because clubs yeah. are usually like people from out of town tourists like all, they're like, like a kind of a group. blank slate they don't it's, know anything yeah. like exactly. you, you gotta start you, you gotta earn it yeah, they got a Groupon, so they came down to the club to see the show. They're like, they're not comedy about? fans necessarily. Yeah. And so comedy get... fans are so easy to impress. Exactly, because you just like do mm-hmm. anything that's kind of weird, and they're like, "We love this." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and those are very fun, but isn't it's not yeah. a good barometer of what? No, because then you, you can't be play to like regular people. Then exactly, yeah, or else they're just like, well, "Who are you?" <laughs> Even, but um, do you like traveling? Like I hate traveling so much I was, it depends it okay. depends on like you but know. you would do the road you're like you so, would do the road well, the road is fine if you're like you're doing the road isn't like oh I'm staying in a nice place mm. and I'm flying there mm-hmm. those are two whatever I don't care like that's fun <laughs> you know you get to go do a tour of, especially if you're doing like really good comedy clubs so it's great shows mm-hmm. you stay at like a fine hotel like you know it's not a fancy but it's like not a couch like when people yeah. talk about doing the road in Canada it's like oh you're gonna go stay Can at I like s- the booker's basement I know. and you're gonna do this show for no money and then you're gonna lose money because the gas was too expensive to drive there it's just yeah. like this is not viable and yeah you do those shows to get good at comedy yeah you don't do those shows when you're good, and then you don't need it. You, just, you don't have to pay to... Comedy sucks because you have to do it to be good at it. Yeah. You can't just, like, <laughs> practice on your own. No. And no. I never, I've never, i never had the experience of, like, going on the road with a headliner and just opening for them across, you know, no. country or going and doing the comedy clubs. I just feel like the price of gas has, like, taken that out of the equation. Yeah. Like, I don't know of that, even that culture anymore. Yeah, that's true. It's So it's really weird. I do feel like I've somehow skipped something or, you know, at the comedy mix I used to open for people all the time, mm-hmm. but it was just in Vancouver. Because mm-hmm. also BC is so huge. Yeah. There's nothing around here. No. So you'd have to, like, fly to yeah, rumors to fly. and then do, like, that club. It's hard. You can't really tour in Canada. No, yeah. They're going to, every city's going to bring their local people to open yeah. for people, headliners that are coming in. It would make way more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It's no. a very different industry. So we all have to do this, like, cockamamie scheme of having all this like you know podcasts <laughs> streams youtube channels I know. like we have to do everything possible else. everything yeah. else because yeah. we can't just be like i'm acting now yeah you have yeah. to do acting yeah. everything possible yeah to be like how can i get away around it so that mm-hmm. i can support this weird thing i like to do at night mm-hmm. yeah and the thing is like Yes, when you go and you do the racist towns, you do end up being very good at comedy. 
because you come from a place where, oh, they hate me. And now you've turned them from literally hating you to loving you at the end of the show. That's mm-hmm. a huge change. Yeah. Than just like base, like, okay, let's see what they got. They love you immediately. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the city. Yeah, no, like, I found that in the city they love me in just. I can be mean to them. I, it's like hard to lose them. Yeah. You know, it's almost yeah. hard to lose them. Um, but in the towns, like I cannot be. I have to be like just mm-hmm. so nice, and because they're scared, they don't want me to think I'm above them. They don't want to feel like as if they're lower than me. <laughs> of course, which they already feel insecure about because they're like in a small town and people have biases about small towns and. Yeah, I definitely brought that energy to the week that I was doing small towns in, where I was like, "Fucking hate you guys, <laughs> <laughs> you guys, small-minded people." <laughs> so. You must be pretty proud of that burned-out dump truck <laughs> at the entrance of the town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I would. The first question I would ask them, I'd be like, "Do you guys even have Asian people here?" Yeah, and like, but in like a rude way, not even in like a, <laughs> not even in like a quirky way. That's like. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> but no, it was like I was being kind of a dick. And then at the end of it, I was like, "Why am I not doing well?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, and then, and then at the end of the week, I was like, "Okay, stop demonizing the crowd." And so it got better. But yeah, that's the hardest part. It's the first few minutes of us anything, especially if they don't like you. Yeah, because I didn't know what I was doing when I was yeah. doing a small town. I was like, "Am I supposed to?" Put them down? I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, I learned. Because <laughs> I did some small towns now that, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't get away with that. I didn't have the, the jokes or the confidence to go in and just be super snarky. Mm. You know? I didn't have it either, but I was super snarky. And I was, and so they were like, boo. <laughs> they were like, get the fuck out of here. There was one guy that was so mad at me that Uh-oh. he was like, he was on the verge of booing. Oh my god! I don't think he did because he, I don't know, he was right in front of me, so I think he would have. It would have been too much for him, too rude for him, even though I was calling him an asshole and I like was really going in on him. And then also someone else did boo me in Olympia because I made fun of immigrants, but just me as myself because I was like. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I know. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird when you can't do... Like, I can't make fun of, like, white people or, like... I can't make fun of colonialism, like, as its <laughs> absurdness. Yeah. Because I look like I do. They'll be like, oh, he's pro-colonial. I'll be like, <laughs> I said colonial. That doesn't mean I'm pro. This joke is anti-colonial. I know, because you're filling in the blanks to what they're thinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like... um. Yeah, no, like, I made fun of my own immigrantness, yeah. and then one guy was like, boo, <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I, I was like, I'm joking, and then I moved on, but they were there, still tense. Uh, there's, like, a video of a guy at Seattle, I don't know if Peter showed you, mm. he likes to show people this video of a guy going, losing his mind at, like, the Columbia Theater show, is it really self-Washington, I don't know if you did okay. that one. Oh, we did, we did. And um, he, like, went off on, like, the loggers, because, like... He was like mad that they were like endangering this owl that lived what? there. Like he was very hippie, and um, why would he fight that fight there right now? Oh, it was insane. He went oh. insane, which is again, it's like you know you don't have to die on the hill for the owl at this point. Right? You're not going to change anything. No, they're here to see a show. They're not exactly like politicians or anything. Yeah, we there's we are for the longest time 
just like dancing monkeys for people until you have enough financial security that you don't need to do comedy anymore. That's yeah. the success to me. It's like, oh, I never have to do this. I'm doing this because I like to do this and because yeah. you want to see this. Yeah. Um, That's a huge privilege to have. That, that guy. But, yeah, no, like, I came back from Seattle and I did, like, a show for a hair salon. Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot from <laughs> Seattle, and so I just started complimenting these girls, yeah. and I was like, your jobs are, you know, I couldn't <laughs> do it, and like, you guys live in Ladner, that's amazing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, just like, that's fucking amazing, like, you guys are so rich and beautiful, and like, you know, just, and that, they loved me. Of and so, course. So I was like, oh, that's how you play a small town, you have to make them feel so much above you. Mm-hmm. And then they'll listen to what you have to say. Yeah, I mean, you can't when you ugh, and you just what's a lot of small towns, you know, can be sad places. Yeah. So you go there and you're like, this is a sad place. This life is too real for them. I know, um, and I very much felt like a clown. I was like, oh, I am a jester. Yeah, I am oh, yeah. here to just say what you want to hear and yeah. then make fun of my poor gross face or hair or something you know yeah just make myself super inferior so what does the semifinals is what how many minutes like seven minutes uh, no it was ten ten minutes yeah it went from five to ten to seventeen to seventeen okay Mm -hmm. yeah it's a strange competition definitely it's definitely very uh, educational though it's a good oh I learned a lot you learn a lot and um, it's good to have that exposure in the U.S. Yeah. Because then people always remember you, and it's a good credit to have. That's true. Because it's like a recognized thing. Um, That's good. Yeah. I, I wouldn't do it again because it was exhausting. It is exhausting. And, and the, it's mentally and draining. mentally every night being like, oh, I, oh that was a 9.8. Okay. You know? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's a certain yeah. point when... You know, you probably found this in semifinals, too. Where like, everyone's doing very well, and you're yeah. just like, so what happens now? Like, there's no clear way. Comedians always judge by the laughs, who's doing the yeah. best. Like, you hear someone just ripping the room apart. You're like, okay, well, I guess it's their night. And then, like, you get announced, and you're just like, how? I know. Like, how do they make that decision? Right? How do they grade all these stuff? Because some people will have great sets, and they'll just be like, oh, no. Uh, you enunciated more or something. It's yeah. a likability thing in the competition a lot. Yeah. And I, I think that applies to a lot of the industry, like, especially now with, like, social media. People want to like, they want to like you. They want to like your brand. They want to like your life and your lifestyle. Your character. Exactly. Yeah. Just being, like, a blank slate that just makes jokes. <laughs> and people are like, that's a funny thing. <laughs> That's a funny person that they'd say that and then have no interest in you afterwards is just not, doesn't have anymore. They want right. to know everything about you. Have you have to have merch. Oh, my God. Merch. The amount of American comics that have merch. Oh, my God. I'm like, wow. I know. Do you have merch? Would um, you have merch? I, oh, wait. You do have merch. Sort of. I have stickers. Oh, I like them. I have the stickers. But, okay. I mean, like, <laughs> selling CDs makes no sense because it's like... <laughs> Who has like who drives like a 2001 Cherokee antique? (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, no, not gonna happen. So that's kind of dumb. I, um, yeah, I thought about making like posters or something of my comedy album. Yeah, um, that'd be cool. Selling those because it kind of looks like a movie poster. So I'm like, oh, I have a movie poster. I love that poster. Like that would be a great poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was I really liked that a lot. Or like even a magnet. 
Yeah, I magnets. Like magnets are good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you have to have something unique that you can sell. But it sucks because mm-hmm. again, like after comedy shows too, like I, I the reason why I don't want to talk to people after show yeah. is not because I don't like the people. It's because I'm afraid that they've seen me and I've established that they, if it's a good show, they really liked me, <laughs> and I feel like I'm gonna ruin that <laughs> by them talking to me yeah. and knowing that I'm actually pretty nerdy and you know sad and awkward. Like I'll be like, well, that is your stage thing, though. It kind of is my yeah. stage thing. Like, they kind of expect that. <laughs> But at the same time, like, I just don't want to blow it. Like, I'll be like, oh, yeah. they like me? I, we should end it that way. <laughs> like, let's <laughs> and also you kind of, my head. I feel like, I don't know about you, but after a show, I'm very, like, dazed. Yeah. Where I'm, like, kind of, it's hard for me to hold a conversation for too long. Because mm-hmm. I'll be thinking about my set a lot. Yeah. And I'll be like, it'd be hard, it will be hard for me to talk to someone. I have no, I have no problem, like you okay. know, saying thanks for coming and stuff like that, and just yeah. kind of like being like you know, gracious and polite. But when people want to have like a long conversation or some of that, I often will just be like, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, no, and and they'll always be like, how'd you get into it? Like, yeah, where do you go in the city? Where do you perform? And yeah. how, like, is there more shows I can come to? Or the they'll be like, I'm thinking about doing it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, great. <laughs> Do you want me to hold your hand? Like, oh, what man. do you want? What do you want from this? Everyone wants to start. I yeah. always say, just don't. Everyone's a comedian. Everyone's though. a comedian. Yeah. Mo- most of the population. Most of them. <laughs> yes. In Canada. It's unreal. It's so weird to be in that time. I hate when people say we're in a comedy boom. <laughs> like, the boom happened like 10 years ago. Yeah, because no one's asking for more. Yeah, no. It's they just don't people want it. being like, I want to do it. <laughs> One what, one special week comes out on Netflix, um, something like that. That's a lot. It's fifty two a year mm. Netflix specials. Wow. So they di- also diminish, like they diminish the value of a Netflix special as well. Yeah. Like we we live in a strange time where you can get like a hundred thousand people to like your stuff, and yeah. you can have a make a living on that. Mm-hmm. So that's a bonus, but at the same time, like. <laughs> Like, no one is kind of, like, directed in the right way. Like, it could be so much easier. You know, mm-hmm. like, in the old days when you could do The Tonight Show, and that mm-hmm. was it. Like, that would, if you had a great set, yeah, that's it. You're, you're, you've made you it. you made, yeah, your like career's Like, you're, you're a household name now. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, now it's like, no, 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 no. you got to have huge social media following. Which yeah. sucks. I hate that. Yeah. I can't do it. I don't I like social media. No. I don't like it. I mean, I like to post funny stuff. Yeah. Like on, but I will not be very personal. Oh, okay. And I don't like to brag. Oh. Um, you should. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I <laughs> went to America for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm an elite traveler. <laughs> globe trotting all over the pacific northwest i get invited to the states often (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i'm just not good at it and i just like i'm also awkward in pictures so i'm not good you should get people to take it for you Mm, possibly yeah because i mean it's always awkward to take like a self photo (laughs) a self photo (laughs) i'm saying it for you i'm glad you said that thank you you knew i'd cringe if you said selfie yeah (laughs) <laughs> I knew you would have hated it. <laughs> to take a self photo is hard. 
I think there will be like eventually there will be like a rejection of all of this stuff. I think so. Because people get tired of it. I bumped into. I talk to so many people regularly that they're like, I'm taking a break from Mm -hmm. social media. Mm -hmm. Like so many people. Well, so, so what's interesting is that. So, because everyone has technology now and everyone has social media, it will become not cool. Mm. Like, among the rich people, what their privilege is, is they can send their kids to schools that have, like, real teachers who teach, like, private schools. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of poor public schools will just have, like, iPads and screens and laptops. Like, that's so stupid to have, like, oh, my kid has a laptop at school. It's like, why? Yeah. Like, human interaction is what they should be learning. Um, They're growing. Exactly. They're developing, yeah. And rich people to just not have, like, a phone and a TV and stuff like that, to be like, that. that's their way of being like, oh, you come to me. Like, I don't go to you. (laughs) I don't need a device. (laughs) I don't have a Twitter. Right. You set up a meeting. You come Come to me at my house. <laughs> it's very... I don't have technology like a poor person. <laughs> I live rustically in the woods. Right. You drive here. Exactly. Hours. That's a very uh, rich person thing to have. That is privilege now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because yeah. once the poor get be, a hold of something, now it's a poor person thing. Yeah. Because to be me? able to get a hold of me so easily, it is kind of like, ew. Yeah. Who am I? It's Why are horrible. you able to message me so easily? Yeah, I don't want that. No. <laughs> it is a pet peeve of mine where people can just literally look me up and be like, hey, that was great. Like, that was horrible. You, yeah, you should, you know, we should meet up. Like, what? That you're even able to say that to me. I'm like... And since you did top comic and stuff, you know, you're going to have... You're going to be on the radio and, like, weird randos are going to be adding you on Facebook all the time. Yeah, all the time. And I'm like... And I'm very easy where I'm like, if we have like five, ten mutual friends, I'll be like, fine. Oh, every every time some like rando adds me, it'll be like 89 mutual friends. I'm like, who is this person? And it'll be like a person in like a hut in the middle of the Northwest Territories. And I'm just like, all the comedians that I know are just whores. Yeah, just we're like, we all, are friends. We're all like that. Do you want to buy a t-shirt? Because we're scared of offending people. Of as, course. Because we don't know who is who. Yeah. There's no like... There's no thing that I'm like, okay, that guy is, you know, he signs everybody or she does all the bookings for this. And we don't know. And then some people might get replaced. And it's like, okay, well, I don't want to offend that person. And then you just, like, accept their friend invite. And then it turns out they just want to talk about comedy at 4 a.m. It's so... it, It sucks for, like, us and, like, what we don't have to look forward to. It's like, could you imagine... Like, trying to make the transition to headlining clubs in Canada. It's like, how do you go about that? Because we have no representation here. There's no agency no. that's going to do that for you. They have it in Toronto. Maybe Toronto will do it. Which is weird, yeah. But an American agent will book you in comedy clubs across Canada. Yeah. But a Canadian one on the West Coast, like, who's going to do that? <laughs> and so you go so to... You, a, so I can have $20? Yeah, from so you get nothing, right? <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, clubs in Canada, it will be like, they've, they, have, they expect you... <laughs> To drive across, come there, have a beer with every booker in the country, or you go do a late night show in the States yeah. or some of like that, and then you get that credit, which is funny because a late night appearance is not a huge credit in America. That's like our equivalent of, of like, doing JFL or doing like a festival of some kind. Yeah. If like someone... their equivalent is doing Conan or doing a, you know, Tonight Show or some of like that. They have the same weight. Wow. But in Canada, it's like, oh my God, you did Conan? We have a theater ready for you. Oh my God. <laughs> What American came? Wow! What was it like with all the bright lights of Hollywood? Oh, wow! 
<laughs> so you'll have like a dingus who has 12 minutes of material. They'll yeah. get an appearance on late night, and then they'll be booked across Canada. Not even a, 12. It's like yeah, five. It's like a god king. And I've spoken to American comedians who've come up here and been like the headliners of festivals. Mm-hmm. And they've told me like in secret, they've been like, how do you guys do like 45 minutes of jokes? <laughs> I do like yeah. I live. I make a living on fifteen minutes of jokes. I know. I <laughs> told someone that I'm like recording an album in January, and they were like, "What? You wait? How long are you doing?" And I was like, 40 ish." And then they were like, "What?" It's a lot. <laughs> They're it's like, lot. "Wait, wait, that's crazy." Mm-hmm. Only legit people do that, and I was like, "Well, everyone in Canada has one." Like, <laughs> you have to. Yeah. You literally don't have a chance now. I mean, there's like, well, that's what's sad too. It's like, once the Sirius XM thing exploded, and there was a lot of controversy, then like the the, the cat was out of the bag. That like that ancient that like ancient money. road dogs were making eighty grand a year on Sirius XM. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's how they're alive. That's how <laughs> they do comedy for a living. Oh, now we understand. Yeah, and then every single comedian was like, I also have an album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you also don't know, like, it's so. Obviously, JFL now has... They own the station, and they also have a record label. So it also... They have a record label? <laughs> yes, they do. What? So now you wonder... Whoa, Is it I'm, you? Yeah, it's, it's going to be... like It's coming up in 2020. So you're thinking to yourself, oh. oh, if I don't sign with JFL Records, will I ever be played on Sirius XM? Oh, my God. So it adds another layer of like, oh, my God, what do I do? God damn. Um, so many problems. Yeah, so there's a lot of problems. And, but also the things like, why do I have to worry about this? Yeah. Why can't I just do comedy shows for an audience that pays to see me? Why does this have to be the way it is? But mm-hmm. there's so much panic amongst comedians because the serious XM income is like 80% of their income. Mm-hmm. And it's a devastating model. Yeah. Because then there is no other model. There's no way to make money. So it's... America's the only way, and they're crumbling. <laughs> I know. Everything is going... The only option is to go to the States. And What's a good job right now? America's on its last leg. Computer science? Computer science. <laughs> um, <laughs> trades are... They make so much money. Yeah. And uh, you don't even have to be that smart mm-hmm. to do What does that. your girlfriend do? She's like a historical researcher. Okay. So um, she got... She did anthropology as a degree, which was a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> She definitely wishes she did like a marketable computer science. Computer <laughs> science. Like they will go. Like my brother's doing computer science, and like good for him. His school is like filled with people from like Amazon being like, listen, like if you quit right now, like we'll pay you like ninety grand. Oh my god! Like the people drop out of computer science to go work at big companies for so much money because they are desperately needed. Wow, it's crazy. Yeah, it, <sighs> but it like comedy wasn't like I figured. Because I thought a lot about what I wanted to do, and I did music school, which was weird, but I, mm. you know, I was living with, living with my grandparents, so I didn't have to pay rent while I was going That's there. Really so, like, nice. I looked at how much it was going to cost me, and I was like, it's not that much. Because yeah. I had a lot of I had a lot of scholarships and grants and stuff too, and mm. I was like, I might as well. I went to school literally to learn about something that I wanted to learn about. Yeah. And I figured, you know, I'll I'll try comedy for a while and see where it goes. Yeah. Um. But it, if all else fails, like I, 
Like, I could just give up and be a doctor. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it doesn't take long. No? You know, that, I yeah, did my best. Yeah, it doesn't take long. Or um, a lawyer. It takes, like, another two, three years. Okay, that's it's true. simple. Lawyer's not that. Then you go make a bunch of money. Or I can go be, in, you know, an electrician or some of that. It's, like, yeah. it's not comparatively very long. Yeah. You look at the amount of time it takes to get a work visa for the States. Yeah. As compared to just become a skilled tradesperson. <laughs> it's about the same time. You can marry a successful comic. Yeah. And then... <laughs> You and could then just do that. Live through their experience. You could do that, yes. And then ask to open for them. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 the most inspiring stories to me are always people that like fail until they're thirty-five and then turn it all around in the last second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> if you, yeah, no, I see that as a. I feel like you could do that. You know, I, I. I, I it, it's good to try. No, I believe in. But you. the only reason why I would keep going is because of other people. Like I have no confidence myself that I'd be able to do it. But it's nice when people that I really admire and respect, yeah, are like, "Oh, you should keep doing this." No, I it's be- probably going to work out. Yeah. And I'll just be like, yeah, but how? I'm glad you see it because I'm just so like. Oh. No, I do really think you should though. Oh, should, that's very sweet. Like I do think that's what comedy podcasts are for. Well, <laughs> we get together and say you could do. <laughs> <laughs> we could do it. We'll both. It's fine. Um, okay. Oh, wait. I'm going to pee and then I'm going to come back and talk about. Driving a monster. That <laughs> would horrific. That's so funny. Um, has that happened to you? Where, like, you were. No. Just driving a pervert? <laughs> no, I know. You'd imagine because I am I'm quite a delicate feminine man. Because they're not. They wouldn't it. be perverts to you, they would just be bros. Yeah. <laughs> What's worse? <laughs> it's funny. What's like... worse? <laughs> Sexual assault or having to be bro down with a, with an assaulter? <laughs> God. Be bros with a pervert. <laughs> be bros with a pervert. God. A nightmare. <laughs> I asked the male comic that. I'm like because they were hanging out with male comics Mm -hmm. and they were talking about hanging out with like other male comics and i was like do you guys talk about pussy when you're hanging out together Mm -hmm. and he was like no what the fuck (laughs) no yeah we are pretty lame i've not i've not hung out with a lot of like super alpha weird old time what if like someone just was like started talking about pussy that would be weird yeah, it'd be strange. It'd be really weird. Especially for me. Like, they look at me in, like, my collared shirt, and they're just, like... They don't be like, hmm. So did you get Snatch? I'm just like, hmm, I don't know. Are you saying I steal things? I've never snatched anything in my life. Pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's, like, an old time. It's just, like, no. It's just... It's no. So, yeah. I don't know... I don't think anyone talks about pussy. <laughs> I don't think any anyone does. No. No, unless you're like a horrible sexual assaulter. Now, everyone's in committed relationships and they all live together because it's too expensive I not know. to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't just be like some sort of freewheeling coke dub comic from the 80s. The next step in... Uh, comics is uh trying to marry an american i think yeah that's the next thing that's the next thing and i bet a lot do that yeah it's definitely a you know the only way 
it's weird too because in, in the old days like people would just be like oh you, you know what you just pack up your car you drive down to LA live out of your vehicle and then end of the day you're Zag Alvinagin <laughs> <laughs> it's just like and it, it's so insane too because like we'll have a generational difference of maybe 10 years with people and be like you know that the world is completely different than yeah. it was when yeah. you were starting it's just not the same. It's just not... No, I love in, like, fucking famous people books where they're like, yeah, you just got to work hard, believe, and, <laughs> you know, just be willing to do it. It's like, no. Yeah. Back when I started, there was 200 comics in America. <laughs> yeah. You just had to go hit a mic every night, do two shows, you know. And uh, that's how I became Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> you know? I know. Comedians and cars, it's always the same. They're always like, you know what? At the end of the day, the best get filtered out. And they are they become successful because they are the best. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, it doesn't. No. It doesn't we're not in Canada. <laughs> it's just not the, it's not the same landscape. Well, they, and people talk about like the comedy boom of the 80s. Yeah. When everyone again, it was like everyone was trying to do to do comedy, and there was like a billion comedy clubs that opened. Isn't that a weird part of their boom? Was a whole bunch of comedy clubs opened? Yeah. Where in our boom, they're all closing, and everyone's <laughs> a YouTube star, and everyone's open mic set is on YouTube on their channel like <laughs> yeah. that. How is that a boom? There's no money. Yeah, our boom is everything is turning into a condo, and then. Um, <laughs> But everyone has a, a album and podcast, and also uh, they're doing sketches. Yeah, I, I don't know how that—that's a boom <laughs> of the amount. It's like that's like the definition of a depression. Everyone has too a, much supply and no demand. A bar show, yeah. Oh, it's it's yeah. It's it's a lot. It's a lot to. I, again, I feel like we just have to weather this storm and yeah. get through it, and hope to find. You know, I mean, you running a show is so good because you can get the time. Right. It's so important. I to do, do that. nothing else for it. I just you have I to. I do nothing for the show. <laughs> I literally don't know anything about it. Yeah, ha- you mean to to get that? I mean, the stage time is so important. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I probably. I mean, I, I'm lucky to do. A, I'm doing a lot of book shows in, in December, but mm-hmm. a lot of them are at that Vancouver Island. Yeah, I'm trying to do a bunch of sets before I um. <laughs> I record my album. I just almost <laughs> died. I just almost threw up. No, I didn't. Oh, just a yeah. whole dumpling. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, yeah, those dumplings were good. I'm gonna so get when more. are you recording your album? Uh, d- next month. Next January thirty first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's soon. Yeah, I think I'm ready. Yeah. I just have to like rearrange and have better segues. Yeah. You know, like, I just have to put it in the order that makes sense and then have, like, some segues. So I'm not just jumping from joke to joke. But even though there's nothing wrong with that, I feel. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's something, like, I was really nervous about my album because I have a lot of, like, weird affectations when I do comedy. Like, I've got a lot of weird, nervous <laughs> texts that I do. Yeah. And, um, but I found that the most important thing on an album is just, like, if the crowd is really laughing, that... It, it doesn't matter. Like, they're laughing because it's funny, mm-hmm. and there's no reason to be, like, obsessive about what you sound like. Because mm. I hate to hear myself. Mm. 
Um, and I hate to watch my own stand-up and stuff. I'm so cringed by the weird things that I do. Yeah. And, and you notice it so much when you re-listen to it. It's oh, like, totally. oh, wow, I did, yeah. It's like being under a microscope. But comedy isn't perfect, and that's a lot of people why it's funny. And I come from a world of where I was playing classic music all the time. And, you mm-hmm. know, I, when I did my audition, I was recorded and mm. stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. my God. Like the, and classic music has to be, like, there's this perfection like total perfection that you're pursuing mm-hmm. which is so much pressure yeah i remember playing piano yeah and everyone's like put your finger more like erect erect your i don't know what <laughs> other your i don't i don't know why i couldn't think of another word but like put it more stern like you know just because yeah, I would slot want... my fingers a little bit like this. Yeah, and you can't do that. They're like, no, do, make sure it's firm like this. And then, yeah. Yeah, you've got to have that nice uh, curved, relaxed mm-hmm. feeling with your fingers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the guy who says that to kids now. <laughs> but I know it's a lot of perfection. And if you really don't really, really, really want to do it, then it's just it's impossible. No, yeah. I don't know why Asian parents force their kids so hard into it like i'm i'm it it didn't do anything for me so what's really interesting with that because it's definitely a huge thing like there's a, a massive amount of piano students in china and it's hugely popular there it's like a weird so in for a long time in europe like having your kids being able to play the piano and it was like a rich it was like a rich thing. status thing yeah. exactly so it's almost like China's way of being like, we are also elite Europeans by having <laughs> our children be the best at this. We're elite Europeans. Which is weird. It's like they've, they've adopted like old Victorian traditions <laughs> now. But I always say like, like the way that China's being run right now reminds me a lot of like 1890s England where they're just like, oh, we'll yeah. buy Africa and <laughs> we'll put all our kids in piano lessons and... You know, They're just copying like Europeans it's exactly with money. Same. It's exactly the same. Yeah, it's the same transition, and it's uh, it's weird to see. And you know, a lot of people don't see that. But I, I study so much yeah. history. I'm like, oh yeah, this is. They're just doing English Empire again. But it's like my mom doesn't know that she's not like consciously copying English people. You but know? yeah, and also there's also what I see in piano when I teach kids is that to them it's a means to an end. Like they see, oh, it'll make the kids smart. And it'll make them good at math, and they'll get into university, yeah. and hopefully make me money. Well, my mom, the reason why I did it was because she heard that it's good for, for your, your university application. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I was like, okay. Like, I just believed her. And yeah. then when I was applying to universities, no one cared. No yeah, one, it's not care. on anything. There's not even an option to put I played piano at yeah. all. Like, and so you have to like kind of wedge that in there, and then they'll be like, "Why did, did you tell me this?" You know, it's not something like we get in Canadian universities. It's more of an American university thing, oh, okay. where you write like a big entrance essay and oh. you try to get into these Ivy League schools. It's totally different, but that same cultural thing. Also, because you know, I feel like was well, really interesting. You look at the demographic, like what happened. Well, so, so many Protestant, like white people, moved here in the early 20th century. That's when a lot of them came over. Mm-hmm. And when Im- immigrants first move to a country, they feel very isolated and they look for other immigrants so they can relate to them. Which is something I I briefly went through in France because I don't speak French. Mm-hmm. So anyone who spoke English, I was like, oh my god, like we're immediately friends because <laughs> yeah. I don't understand any of this <laughs> and I'm scared. <laughs> 
And so you look out for each other. You just become friends. You have like this common thing. But like white people have been in North America for like a long enough time that they all hate each other now. Like there's yeah. no closeness in the community. No. And I mean, it's probably like that in Vancouver to some point in the Asian community because they've been here for more than 140 years that mm-hmm. there have been Chinese people in Vancouver. So I, I bet it's very different than other places in, in the U.S. or Canada where like there's a new population of those people because they, yeah. they you know, they have they have a lot of common cultural things. They speak the same language. My uncle's from Hungary. He had the same thing. Like mm-hmm. he like he came and like any Hungarian would help him with anything he needed. Because they're like, oh my God, you're from Hungary. I'm from Hungary. Let's speak Hungarian. <laughs> I'll help you with anything you need. Like if you need a, like you need money or you need food or we need to look after your kids, like we'll do that for you. Mm-hmm. There's a survey that came out like uh, the, the, I was reading a New York Times article about it that like white people are the loneliest people in North America. <laughs> I they, believe that. They have like no community anymore. Yeah. Um, they've that's been why, like, driven apart. That's why Trump was like, yeah, that's why Trump cause won. Because then tr- everyone's like, yeah, that's he's saying something, and we're coming together as whites. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I know, in the worst way possible. <laughs> yeah, but it's something. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's like, and it, like the, the church is so fractured too. Like Protestants and Catholics had so much. Yeah, like you look at white people history and. The people that white people hate the most are white people. <laughs> like, they have killed more white people than really? anyone else. Oh, yeah. This is a nightmare. I think I mean, that's for every group, eh? Because, like, Rush, like, Stalin, didn't he... I mean, everyone just killed their own people. Oh, yeah, constantly. Yeah. They hated their the own most. people the most. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what... I mean, people always talk about... People who are all weird and like European superiority about stuff. Yeah. I'm like, you know, Europe was basically like Sudan until like 1945. <laughs> like, Europe was literally rubble until like 70 years ago. Like, really? that's not long ago. You wow. look at European history and they're always fighting um, mm. constantly. It's always city states and wars and right. millions of people dying and people starving. Mm-hmm. People just can't remember it because it was like more than a year ago <laughs> so they're like what no it's europe's always been a fancy place full of strudel and <laughs> french. <laughs> french things and it's always been like this stable fun place where white people just have all this stuff it's like, like that chefs go to learn there yeah it's it's not like that the french world cooking. is so volatile and it's it's so weird but yeah with the piano thing i feel like it's just like they in a community, they'll compare against other parents, and they're just obsessed with status amongst their community. And I know, like, it was so stupid. Oh, yeah, like, my daughter's way better piano than your daughter, and they'll go to competitions. And the piano competition thing is so horrific in the Lower Mainland, especially, because really? there's so many Chinese Do you parents. prep people for competitions? No, no. I, the kids that I teach, they, they're doing it because their parents want to be good at math. Yeah. They don't care about I had a competition teacher, and he, like would yell at me and like yeah yeah it's a nightmare he like he i don't remember if he like hit my hand or not i think he did and then i was he we would film the lessons so i can watch them again for i never did and then he just got so upset at me but he was like a like a competition teacher and i was like why are we doing this it's so sad to me because you're going to, like, turn away a lot of kids from music. Mm-hmm. Like, you would probably associate piano lessons with just horror. You would never want to do it again. Oh, no, no. I don't like pianos. Yeah, either. you'd be like, it's a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> I don't like pianos. Which is so, so tragic that they, people see piano as, like, a status 
thing. So it's just being like, hey, Kat, how about we just learn music and play together? Yeah. And stuff. Like, wouldn't it be more fun if you have were playing? And like, oh, like you and like a friend played the cello and the violin and you all played together and you'd be like, oh, this is fun. Like, we do this for fun. <laughs> Like, that's the education that should be taught. And that's, you know, that, I, I tried a bit about that. But, like, Chopin writing music, he's like, oh, my God, like, this is going to get someone into medical school so hard. <laughs> this is why I'm writing this beautiful piece of music because, like, on their transcript, like, for real, this is going to look so good. <laughs> like, as he, like, coughs tuberculosis into his handkerchief, he's just like, I got to finish this or else <laughs> I'll never get this kid into university. Like, good God. Like, what a strange what a strange thing <laughs> um okay so have you ever made mistakes in your life <laughs> oh yeah that's my transition so many mistakes well yeah. for one thing i wish i just i wish in school i just studied like a basic thing for like that led to like okay, a that's so loud i thought <laughs> just... it was not gonna be so loud i was like yeah. <laughs> you can use that as like an edit for like when you're like bathroom break and then you can like pour <laughs> Use the water pour sound. Do you want <laughs> No, it's fine. Okay, I got lots. Um, I didn't realize it was being so loud. Um, what were in yeah, school? Yeah, I wish that I just did something that led to like a day job that paid good money that I could just not give a shit about. But I feel like you would be... Would you be distracted from comedy? Because I feel like re- actual jobs require a lot from most yeah, people. Yeah, but you can. Tr- I would want to get something where you can work part time. Like I'd look at something, and you know, like even like, even some tradespeople can work only half the week and make more money than people working full time doing yeah. way le- getting way less money. Uh, that's all I would want. I would just treat it as like something that I can have because then you have money to do things like pay for U.S. work visa right. applications, and you can pay for things like sketches and video cameras and all yeah. the stuff that you need to build all of this stuff because you have to be such like a <laughs> like you have to be like a business when you're doing comedy in Canada you can't just be like oh I'm really funny who saw me and it's just like I know a comic like that though in the states that's like I mean I feel like it's if you're not in LA or New York it's difficult mm. but you can still get stuff well and you know see people learn to do comedy well, they're, they're very lucky in the States because they can go to, like, Chicago or Detroit or Atlanta. Yeah. These, like, or Austin. These cities that are, like, cool, you know, hip places that are cheap to live mm-hmm. compared to New York and Los Angeles. We, ha- in Canada, can live in two of the most expensive cities in the world <laughs> to try to fucking do open mic <laughs> bits <laughs> at nighttime. <laughs> like, we're just operating at such a loss yeah. When we come here, it costs so much and money. And buy your uh, a 4K camera so you can film your sets mm-hmm. and post it online so mm-hmm. that hopefully you get views and then people will message you or whatever. And then It's a massive cost. And it's really hard, too, because if like one of us, let's say one of us makes it, and then we're like, oh, well, let's, I'm going to bring Andrea down to work on this thing. They're like, oh, well, does she have like a work visa? And I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> and then you're like, I don't have one. I'm like, okay, well, you... So you gotta wait like three years. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wait like three years. In the meantime, we're gonna do this show on HBO. But at the end, hopefully, I will still be like, Andrew's still cool, right? <laughs> but in reality, I will have moved on <laughs> and forgotten completely about you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it is funny. Oh, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> How so, many yes. restrictions? My mistake, I think, would be doing music school. I wish that I had just... Um, I don't know. I love music school, actually. It was quite nice. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, no, I learned you a do lot. love I lo- music. I, I lo- the people I met, they were great. I was I like, hold studying. on. You like music a lot. I think I wish that I had done yeah something something else More practical. Well. More practical. No, well. I like I the music know. thing for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think it made you who you are. That's, that is possible. And I feel like if That's you That's what's funny. If you go in life and you end up being successful... You're like, at the end of the day, I did everything right. <laughs> yeah. But if you blow it, you're like, ah, I fucked up somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listening to, like, I listen to, you know, like, Stephen Colbert and fucking... They make Col- so many mistakes. They Conan. make, like, two dozen mistakes. And they're like, but if I didn't make those mistakes, yeah. I wouldn't be where I am now. I know. And they just both, like, just have so much money together. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, I listen to them talk to each other, and they're like, everything happens for a reason. Like, mm-hmm. it's all a plan, and it will all happen, because if I didn't get this, I was really upset that I didn't get Letterman, and then I got this, and, and that's why I got this. And they're all like, yeah, that's perfect. And it's like, yeah, you guys are the most successful people on Earth. Oh, like, there's so many people where it didn't happen for them, and it's like, you can't just, you know... And they really, yeah, it's such the luck of the draw. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it is nice sometimes when people really give like a chances to new people. Yeah, like for Conan having people on his show doing stand up on TV, and yeah. and um, you know, like John Stewart with the Daily Show used to hire like lots of field correspondents who are like brand new comics. Mm. And then all those other comics want to eat them alive for getting something, which is I very know. funny. Oh my but god, people hate when people, when get, people get stuff. stuff. It, it, it took like I was like that for a. Once I realized I was good at it, and I was like, oh, okay, I can do this really well, then I started to be kind of jealous of people getting stuff, because mm. I'd be like, am I insane? <laughs> um, but, and then after a while, you just kind of like, you see it's like, oh, like it's all kind of futile. Yeah, and when other people get stuff, you don't lose anything. <clears throat> and also, when other people get stuff, it doesn't yeah. mean that means anything for them. Yeah, it doesn't. No, you yeah. realize it doesn't really, it's such a long road, and such a weird road, yeah. that to, to get something, that's what's very frustrating about comedy, is that it's not like... So it's, not, it's not as easy as becoming a surgeon. Let's say okay, being a brain surgeon is so much easier than becoming a comedian. It's like, oh, okay, I read the books, I do the test, I continue that pattern for seven years. It's for sure. And now I have a house in Shaughnessy. No big deal. I did it. Like, there's a step. There's a ladder. I have a house in Shaughnessy. Yes, you do have a house in Shaughnessy. Um, but it's like... <laughs> It's not my house. But it's like... <laughs> I just look around. I'm but a brain surgeon. <laughs> I wish. But there's no... That's what's that's what madness about comedy. There's no steps. Yeah. You're not like, okay, like I've read all the books of people becoming successful, so I'll do this. Yeah. And then I'll get this. No. And that'll lead to that. No. And then I'll get one of these. It changed. And it's like, no, you won't. You'll, it all changed. You'll do this, and then you'll lose that. Yeah. And then this will be good, but then someone else will get that. And then also, that better. won't matter anymore. Yeah, it won't matter You anymore. have to have a YouTube channel. Yes. <laughs> it's like a spider web. You don't get to just do It's steps. different now. Yeah, because, yeah, before, yeah, like you said, like getting Tonight Show or whatever, late night, late night TV spot, it's like, oh, that made your career. Now it's like, meh. And what's maddening about people, like, getting booked on stuff, too? I like the mm-hmm. comedy competition. There's a point where it's, like, you know, you've, you've been doing it long enough that you know when you're doing well. And, like, you'll do a show where it's, like, you've done very well. And then so, someone else in the show who wasn't that good will get a thing. And you'll be 
for me, it's like, am I insane? Like, I, I literally thought, have I hallucinated people <laughs> laughing that much? Like, am I literally not doing well and no yeah. one's telling me? Wow. But it's like, I really value outside opinions because I'm like, am I seriously not even getting laughs? And I'm just <laughs> imagining it in my own head. <laughs> am I delusional? Seriously, I have no idea. Really? So I you really have need, those. I really need people to tell me that it's, it's gone well because I can't even... Well, I think you're doing well. <laughs> well thank you got you. Halifax. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. That'll be cool. Not a lot of people get Halifax. Yeah, Halifax is like a that's like a guarded, pretty thing. small club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so broke, broke into that. Got a lot of work on those codfish bits. Hey, let's go. It's a long flight there. I was blown away by how far away Halifax is. <laughs> Good God, Canada's too big. It's like the farthest part of Canada. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Oh, it's it just is. about. It's pretty far away. It is. I think Newfoundland might be further east. Okay. Well, like good thing there's no there. comedy festival there. <laughs> that would be too far. Yeah. And then it'll be like... I was I was talking to someone about like... Because Halifax is 22 minutes. And I'm like, how do they... Like, Halifax is pretty small. I'm like, how do they have a comedy show on CBC like that? Like, that's mm-hmm. incredible. Like a huge show. A huge show. Yeah. That's, that's been, been going, going on for, for years, years and years and years. 25 years or something? 22. Jeez. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. And I was like, why doesn't Vancouver have one? Like, why doesn't, like, you know, that makes no sense. Like, you're I, not close enough to I, Toronto. Well, Toronto produces a lot of that stuff, too. But Vancouver's huge. Yeah. Halifax is a tiny town. And I was asking someone about that who's from, like, Newfoundland. And they were like, oh, because people on the East Coast will watch that show. Like, they'll love that. They love that show. Whereas on the West Coast, Vancouver people are just like, who fucking cares what comes out of Vancouver? Yeah, they're like trying to get <laughs> they're what, like, we LA. Wanna, yeah, we want to see York. LA stuff. They're watching SNL religiously, like exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No one's getting. No one. People yeah. from Vancouver also are not from Vancouver. Like no one here. No is one's from, from here. here. No one's from here. Yeah, so, so. they don't have <laughs> any like. Si- was it called pride? Yeah, they don't have any civic pride. Civic pride. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They have none of. They that. don't care. They just want American stuff. Yeah, they want American, big, shiny American stuff. Yeah. And it's... Yeah, I wonder how, like, a Vancouver show would do. Pro- yeah, probably not well. Poorly. <laughs> yeah, they would just be... They'd be like, okay, well, I'm just going to watch Big Bang Theory. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about these jokes about the Burrard Street Bridge. Yeah, because they don't have any loyalties to None. Vancouver no. at all. And I think the East sees us like that, too. They see Vancouver as just, like, America. Mm-hmm. They're like, because oh. we do a lot of stuff, like, because which I- is sad. Because I'm like, oh, you know what? I accept it. I will just go be an LA comedian, <laughs> but I am barred from doing that. Yeah. So, would you move to Toronto, or no. like, no? I, I thought about it because I am anxious about not having like a comedy club to do comedy at all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's like. Yuck Yuck is a wonderful club here in Vancouver, and they mm-hmm. they're so nice, and and mm-hmm. they've been very nice to me. Yeah, but they're not willing to book me like twice a week, every week, like yeah, because the they got a lot of people on the roster. They have a lot of people on the yeah. roster, and it's much more democratic. Like the comedy mix was like, oh, these are the good ones. We'll put them on every night. Yeah. And Yuck Yucks is like, everyone gets a turn. And I'm like, there's 200 comedians. And they're like, I know. Okay. <laughs> and also, like, the weekends and a lot of stuff's booked by Toronto. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's just it's just run differently. Um, nothing yeah. nothing against uh, yes, no. Vancouver. No, they're, it's They're like, a wonderful club. I but, think they're doing the best that they can to get everyone mm-hmm. what they want yeah. or, and need. But it's hard with, like, so many of us. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's, but. it's a tricky time. I don't know what to do. I'm going to probably, you know, you'll have to come on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you should do Twitch streams. I was thinking about doing it, actually. Honestly. I have an idea for it that I think might be pretty funny. That's an untapped market. Yeah. Well, it's t- fully tapped. <laughs> okay, it's tapped. Sorry, it's tapped, but untapped by comedians. I feel like comics haven't gotten their grimy little fingers on it yet. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm going to be trying to do something in the in the new year that I think might be a funny idea. Um, you but should. I would. I don't have the. Well, because Twitch is all like video games and stuff. Like Chris well, James is on it. Oh yeah, I'd be, but, I'd be playing video games for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But um, the thing is, it's uh, you have to do a lot of content. Yeah. Like Chris James had to work so hard to do yeah. that show. Like, it's immense amounts of work. And, you know... And he's doing a great job at it. Like, like But he, that's one of the things, right? Like, he got a comedy album out, and so right. he was actually getting pretty good royalties from that. Yeah. He was doing well. He was going to play on the radio, and then he got, like, the... You know, he's doing the mix every once in a while. Yeah. Stuff, but it was, like, enough for him to have more time to work on that. Like, that's what I feel like Canadian comedians have to do. Right. Like, what, once we're lucky enough to get kind of that royalty income... We can have another project like he that he, you can really go in on. Yeah, he knows that that stuff is way more viable to to as right. an option because you're building your own thing. Yeah, no one can be like you're. We don't want you to do this anymore, or we're gonna close. I don't, like <laughs> you know? his show is. I man, it's like. I don't know how he pranks people. Like I'd be so scared to call people and do that. He is I know. Very, he's you very have to be a certain he's type of personality to be able to do that. Because I could never like just keep it up on the phone with someone and just keep doing that. It is very. It is, and it, it, he got like a lot of like. He got the Vic Berger attention, which was cool. And he was, like, mentioned on Howard Stern and stuff. It was he was pretty... on, like, some, like, Jimmy Kimmel or something. It was amazing. He's done, yeah. he's, he's done very well. But it, it is, like, he literally had to, like, tell himself, like, I'm going to do, like, this yeah. hard yeah, for, a, yeah. like, a while. It's, it's, it's a massive amount of work. Yeah. But that's all, that's the only option, really, other than trying to go and become, like, a, a brand new comic in the States. Go hard on your visa. Go hard on you your visa. You can go hard on your yeah, visa. Exactly. Or, like, visa. Yeah. <laughs> or you can uh, try to yeah. Yeah, get a show going. I definitely will try, though. I'm going to try some Twitch thing, because I've got, yeah. like, a gaming computer. I really and, and think stuff. you should. I'll see what happens, because it would be fun, too, because I'm playing video games anyway. Like, why not <laughs> just stream it? What do you play? I play lots of games. I play, um... Uh, a lot of like Rocket League and Counter Strike and okay. I'm thinking about doing like um like some more like boring games, but like because I just want to do like a lot of interaction with people. Right, the boring games would be cool because people like watching like. Well, they like the interaction too. Yeah, no, like I like sometimes I'll watch video games, not streams, but just people play video games, and I'll be like, yeah, this is something about this where I'm like drawn to it, but. Yeah, no. <clears throat> I played Spider-Man for a while. Have you played the new Spider-Man game? No, I'm is that a console game or PC game? It's on No, it's on it's console. Okay. I played it on PS4 and it was like a big thing, but um you don't you haven't Okay. You can I've, borrow mine. I'm not being, I don't have a PS4. <laughs> oh, okay. You have yeah. an Xbox? I do computer games. Oh, yeah. I thought you Yeah. Playing, mm, no. Okay. Yeah, no, a PC is uh, the hardcore one. It's like... It's, it's extra, isn't it's extra, it? It's extra, it's extra for sure. It's nice because, I mean, I already have a computer that I can use to like, edit videos and stuff. Yeah. 
So, yes, I, I already built a good computer for games and editing. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, you should do it for sure. I really think you should. Yeah. We should all be doing other things. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's what I always... We should be doing other stuff. That's the biggest mistake every on this podcast every time. It's like, we should not have done comedy. <laughs> oh, my God. No, like, I did stand-up for fully for, like, a year. And then after Top Comic, I was like, what... what what am I doing? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. no. like, what else do I have? And I'm like, oh, wait, I don't. And so I was like, oh, I should do other things just to diversify and be ready. That's you like know? what Mark Forward, Mark Forward was talking about, like, top comic. He's like, it's a competition where you can win, like, everything that it takes a Canadian comedian, like, a 12-year-long career to get. You do it. You do it all in one year, and then that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you don't win, it's like, oh wait, I have nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And then it's like, oh, what should I do? And so, yeah, that was a good lesson. And like, I need to do other things. Yeah. So that if if what if a because there are highs and lows in stand up. Everyone knows that. But like, so that during a low time, I don't just think my life is meaningless. Mm-hmm. You know, because <laughs> it's like. Wow, I only did this. That, well, comedians, if you have, you know, some kind of, you know, income from royalties or whatever, or you're actually doing more shows, you have all this time in the day to do something. And people who usually are successful are the ones who use their day to do something. Yeah, every successful comic <laughs> in Canada, I know they are doing other things. Yeah. They're yeah. doing a lot of other things. Yeah, they have yeah. to. You just have to. It's impossible. Yeah. Yeah, and they do a great job at the other things. And then those other things will get them extra attention. Because I feel like people don't care about stand-up anymore, <laughs> you know? Because yeah, they're like, oh, you're great at stand-up? Okay, what else do you do? <laughs> and it's like, I wrote a book. Oh, amazing. <laughs> you know? Amazing. Give us that book right now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, yeah, so that's good. Um, are you feeling good? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't say anything too horrifying, did I? No, I think... No, you didn't. It's all right. I didn't. <laughs> did I? Well, was, You had to think. Ah, well, there were some slurs in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. As long as it's you, right? It's fine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's me saying it, so it's God. okay. Yeah, yeah, I can... For the magic of audio engineering, <laughs> we'll move it from Miles' mouth. <laughs> Andreas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make you say that. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Well, thanks for coming. Do you wanna? Do you have anything thanks to say? Um, Follow Miles on his Twitch stream <laughs> coming. Coming no. soon. Twitch stream. No. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Had, Instagram. Instagram. Twitter. Yeah. My Miles Anderson. Been really. Is it? Did you get Miles Anderson? I got Miles Anderson comedy. Okay, I that's know, not bad. It's not all right. Miles Anderson's a very good um, soccer player. Oh, <laughs> so, really? Yeah, he's doing way better than me. It's very unfortunate. Where is he based? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't care. <laughs> okay. He's a fraud. <laughs> but he's based in, I imagine, a very large mansion in Europe somewhere. <laughs> okay, milesandersoncomedy.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I got the dot .com. That's great. Yeah. Not CA. No, oh my god, have you seen those ads where it's like, get a dot .ca? Oh, yeah, what wonderful. are you doing with dot .com? I'm like, why the f- who the yeah, no. fuck? No. Yeah, you gotta hide that. You have to, why would anyone want a dot .ca? You gotta be ashamed of your Canadian yeah. heritage if you're in showbiz. No, I almost barfed. Like, I was like, why the fuck would you think that that's a good ad to run? Way to devalue me. <laughs>
Yeah, no. .com is way better. <laughs> oh, it's so much better. Yeah, because it's like you appeal to everyone. Yeah. Why would you limit yourself to Canadians? Yeah, gross. <laughs> Canadians don't care. No, they Canadians shit on Canada themselves. Yeah, we hate Canadians here. We fucking hate Canadians. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. MilesAndersonComedy.com. <laughs> um, follow you on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think okay. I can, it, 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 I'm getting up there at the Google search. I'll but be yeah, there. Yeah. yeah okay, it's, cool. It's slowly. Yeah. You got pressed. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Thanks for coming. Thank you for the Bye. team. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe, review, all those things, and happy holiday times. I'll see you next week.